Welcome back to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hello. Hello. How's it what going? Is n- oh, it's... Yeah, no, uh, you go first. Uh, no, no, you go... No, you, it's no, fine. I I'm fine. I am fine. It is okay. going well with me. How are you? Oh, doing all right, I guess. It's colder yeah. now than it was in December. I don't know how this province works. Uh, it starts off cold and it gets worse. Oh, oh right. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We're just we're, we're just wet, you know. I do know. Yeah, but it oh. is like a cold wet also, so it's just it's been awful. But right. yeah, you know, winter we, in BC. We got snow. Oh, you got snow. Yeah, it lasted about three hours. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and <laughs> it was gone. <laughs> but it yeah. was enough to cancel plans for an entire day. So Nice. It's like a yeah. good amount of snow. Yeah, oh, I don't know, it's snowing. I can't, I can't make it into work. I guess I just work <laughs> from home today. By uh, 9.30, the snow is gone. <laughs> wow. Whereas in Ontario, it's like, oh, it snowed a month ago. It's still here because it's too yeah. cold. Well, I have the added bonus of, uh, like, not living in the city that I work in. So my boss is like, oh, the snow is gone here. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. There's still a lot of snow out here, out this way. You know, the further east you go, the more snow you get. So I'm just going to just hunker down. But he doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. Perfect. Um, yeah. Can you imagine how awkward it would be if your boss listened to your <clears throat> podcast? Extremely awkward. Uh, I did. I did have it on my resume for a while. You put you put this podcast on your resume? Yeah, <laughs> under like, oh. not like uh, what, not like special skills. What the what's the other thing? Um, oh, like interests or, or whatever. Skills and interests. Uh, yeah, interests and activities. That, interests and that, activities. That, ah, okay. Like I put like oh you know my soccer team on there and I play in a band and oh, I have this podcast and oh and if you just you know here's a QR code and leave you a download if you don't want you know. Oh, if you want to go and check that out, yeah. Just you know get the downloads. Um, huh, cool. Yeah. So. You've been you've been watching anything? Yeah, I actually just last night finished uh, watching the series that I think you recommended to me called Ooh. The Boys. Oh, yes. Man, that show. You watched both both seasons? Intense. Yeah, watched nice. both seasons. Started it earlier this week and <laughs> finished it already. Uh, man, that show is dark and disgusting and so compelling mm-hmm really really interesting setting man yeah i i was really like hesitant to start watching it because i'm not a big fan of the original comic like i i think i find mm. garth enos tends to go like too too far like just for the sake of being edgy you know hmm. in a lot of in a lot of his stuff but um yeah, the way they translated it to to TV is fantastic, and it's Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's like the executive producer on that show. Oh, is that why he cameos in it? Does <laughs> he even cameo in it? Yeah, there's. What? It's just like someone's flipping through a channel, and then it's him, like in a director's chair with, uh, black noir 
talking about Black Noir's next movie and how excited he is to be um, directing a film in the uh, the Vought Cinema Universe or VCU. Right. And it just like cuts away from him right away. Oh, okay. Is that? In, I don't remember that. Okay. It happens once in each season. Oh, okay, fun. <laughs> and it's 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 him. It's just Seth Rogen. He's cameoing as himself. Yeah, as himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, because like they like him and his producer Evan Goldberg. They also did Preacher, uh, which I believe is also a Garth Ennis thing, um, mm. which I have not got around to watching yet. But I think it's finished, so hmm. I could probably just like binge the whole thing at this point. Um, what else? Yeah, my one of my coworkers is from uh, in our Toronto office is in the show. Oh uh, what? Yeah, he has. There's a, a news reporter character uh, in season one. Uh, he interviews uh, Homelander after the plane crash, and then he pops up again in season two. Oh, and I'm like watching it. And I'm like, holy shit, it's Darren! <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> and I like text one of my coworkers. I'm like, hey, are you watching the boys on Amazon? Like, fucking Darren's in it. <laughs> So, yeah, which is funny because he is like a journalist in real life. And so he just apparently he does that quite a bit, like any TV show in Toronto that they need like a a journalist reporter character. in, he always auditions for them and gets them sometimes. But that's fun. Yeah. What about you? You've been watching anything good? Um, Not really. I have not been watching. Oh, I want something bad. Um, Mm -hmm. I've not been watching a lot of stuff lately. Um, I watched, uh, except WandaVision. Oh, I still haven't, uh, still haven't watched that. Uh, yeah, I watched, they've got four episodes out now, and, um, I was getting a little worried after episode three, where I'm like, there's not, there's nothing, nothing happening in this show. Hmm. (laughs) Like... Well, especially after the first two episodes, I'm like, well, there's really nothing happening in this show. And then the third episode happened and like it ends with like, oh, now something might start happening. Hmm. Um, But episode four kind of dives into a little bit about what's going on. But there's still a lot of like, there's like a, there's a mystery box element, but like you you don't you don't even know what the mystery is the mystery huh. the mystery is what's happening and no one knows <laughs> okay and you can speculate a bunch of stuff because you've seen other movies and if you've read the comic like i know people are deep diving into like the comics and going like oh maybe it's this maybe it's that and i'm like okay yeah sure but the show isn't giving us any of that you know hmm. um and so there's a uh, there's a little bit of like, wh- what do the characters want? Who who is the is there? What's the conflict? You know, like I'm I'm a little like the first two episodes are literally just like one of the the first one's an episode of I Love Lucy, the second one is an episode of Bewitched, like that's that that's essentially all it is. And the third one is like a bit of like you know they move into the 70s and so it's in color and there's like Brady Bunch vibes and then like. There is weird stuff that starts happening. I don't, like I'm trying not to spoil it for you, okay? So I can't really talk about it otherwise. But um, yeah, episode four 
really takes a, a turn in format and you kind of go like, oh, okay, there's other stuff happening outside of they're just living in a different sitcom every week. Okay. So my my hopes for the series have spiked after um after the last episode. So Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Worth worth checking out. And I think especially because they put the first two episodes out on the same day and then and it's been week to week ever since. But I think if you jump in now, they come out every Friday. So if you jump in now, um you should be able I, I think you probably get a lot more out of it if you just watch all four episodes mm. in one go. Nice. Um as opposed to like after the first two I was like, Oh yeah, no, this is good. Like it's a sitcom, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But like what's what's happening? So you get a little bit more of a complete picture watching yeah. all four. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'll have to try that out. Sounds interesting. And and you'll know you'll know what I mean when you get to episode four. And yeah. Again, I really can't say anything about it without totally spoiling it, so mm-hmm. sorry if that was tedious. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's cool. To anyone, <laughs> to you or any of the listeners, <laughs> but I don't, I really don't want to ruin it because, yeah, I'm not into that. Well, I appreciate <clears throat> it. Yeah. No, it's fine. Uh, that's, yeah, that's kind of all I've been watching. Yeah. I haven't, I have been not in the mood to watch new shit this week so i've just been watching bob's burgers <laughs> cool or like random youtube videos except when i had to watch the movie that we watched for this month oh yeah 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 it's uh is is battlestar galactica the abc sunday night movie presents the most spectacular space adventure ever filmed Transport yourself in time to a star system far beyond our own galaxy. Core systems transferring control to probe craft. Launch when ready. Battlestar Galactica, a saga of a star world. Flying. For a thousand years, a race of alien machines has been bent on destruction of the human race. They hate us with every fiber of their existence. And now their evil plans may become reality. It's dangerous around here. Why does people want to hurt us? What do we do to them? It's not what we did to them. It's what they fear we could do. Join the last remnants of the human race in a quest for a new world. This 14th colony. This other world. Where is it? What's it called? Earth. Prepare yourself for Battlestar Galactica. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah. So Mm -hmm. let's sort of go in. Because you and I are both fans of the reboot show. That is correct. In fact, the first time I think I ever saw the Battlestar Galactica miniseries, I think, was at your house. It was probably in my basement, yeah. My yeah. brother was probably playing it. Yeah, I think your brother and maybe your sister was... Uh, you're, yeah, they were... A bunch of people were watching it, and so I was like, oh, cool. I think we just kind of 
joined in. But uh, I, you know, rewatched the entire series last year of mm-hmm. the reboot averse. Re- rewatched slash watched half of it for the first time because I never finished it. Yeah, I still haven't finished either. And after watching this um, original movie, I feel like more inspired to go finish the remake. I think it's on Prime. I think all of it's on Prime. Uh, yeah. So, you know, worth checking out. Um, I I had picked up all the DVDs at a thrift store, and that's kind of what inspired me to go back and watch it. Um, so good. I really like the reboot. I think the reboot is like yeah. a masterpiece of sci-fi television. Yeah, and I mean, like it's it's really well done, and like it it is able to take a lot from the original, and that the original's setting was super interesting and and compelling and bleak, but it was just done in a in a much better and more sustainable way. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And so, yeah, watching this, because I, I, I don't know about you, but I had really no experience with the original Battlestar Galactica at all. I know that I have seen at least one episode. Yeah. Like, I knew a little bit just because, like, I grew up as a sci-fi fan. Um, so I knew, like, you know, by your command, and, mm-hmm. like, that was about it. Um but yeah, other than that, this was really my first foray into the original um, Battlestar Galactica. And having watched this and watched you know the reboot last year, uh, I really don't understand why Richard Hatch was so upset when he found out they were remaking it. Because this sucked. <laughs> Ooh. Diving, diving right in, eh? <laughs> Oh boy! Well, sorry for... to to not bury the lead there. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's uh... all good. It's all good. Uh, we were all about honesty here at the retro crap tacular. Um, well, for those who are fans of the remake and not the original, and for people who just don't know what the hell Battlestar Galactica is, should we just kind of run over the the plot of the movie that we just watched? Sure. So it begins with an ominous voiceover about how uh, life on our planet began out in space and the people that lived out in space could have been the forefathers of the Egyptians or the Aztecs or whatever, uh, which explains why they all have stupid pharaoh helmets. Um, oh my gosh, the pilot helmets are so dumb. So stupid. Oh, like... I could not take it serious. <laughs> Anyways, um, those were idiotic. Uh, and then we find out that uh, there's been a war going on between uh, the humans and an alien race of robots known as the Cylons. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this, in the original version, they were not created by humans. Um, and so we uh, we learn that there's uh, just about to be uh, an armistice. Uh, and there will finally be peace between humans and Cylons. But then uh, a couple minutes later, as Captain Apollo and his brother Zack uh, are out doing a patrol, and at Zack's first ever patrol, uh, they get attacked by Cylon raiders, and Zack gets killed. 
Which, by the way, that name, like, aren't his siblings named Apollo and Athena? And as the youngest, he got saddled with Zack. They gave up. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Um, Well, you know, he's only on screen for about two minutes, so it's fine. Um, And then he bites the dust. Well, and also, okay, so that's another interesting thing. In in this show, the dude is literally just named Adama, or uh, Apollo. His name is Apollo Adama. Yep. Where in the reboot, Apollo is his call sign. Yeah, because they realized that having a character named Apollo was dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, as a last name, maybe? Sure, I guess, but, yeah. But then they needed him to be related to Admiral Adama, so you know, because they kept they kept that relationship, mm-hmm. and so uh, he was Lee Adama in the remake, and Starbuck was Kara Thrace, a woman. Yeah, in the remake, um, yeah, a lot of interesting things. Um, they they race and gender swapped quite a few people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways uh getting back to the plot so anyways they get attacked by the cylons and the cylons launch an attack on the 12 colonies which are the 12 planets each named after the signs of the zodiac mm-hmm. um and then basically kind of just like nothing happens until the very end when they they fight a or they trick a Cylon base ship into landing on a planet that's about to explode. Uh, that they are responsible for it exploding because they set it on fire. Oh sure, I, I feel like you, <laughs> I feel like you skipped what sets up what the show is about, though. Like all the colonies are attacked, basically destroyed, but there are some survivors from the twelve colonies who manage to flee on whatever ships they have available. Right, sure. All of the battle stars that went to the armistice, um, which was a trap, were destroyed except for one. There's one more battle star. Its name is Galactica. And so this, the show is actually about the battle star Galactica as well as the hodgepodge remnants of human civilization. Yeah, the fleet. Yeah, um, trying to find, trying to flee from the Cylons, find a safe place. And uh, General Adama is like, our civilization once came from a single planet. We will go find this ancient planet and live there. Its name, Earth. And Cue so, the music. Which I found a little confusing. <laughs> like, the, the, the voiceover at the beginning was like, our civilization, as if talking to the audience and talking about yeah. Earth, came from the stars the forefathers of the egyptians but their forefathers were us yeah so did I they guess. mention did they ever mention the 13th tribe of cobol ever uh they they call earth um where the 13th colony is i don't think they use that name or where the 13th colony is okay so in the reboot there was this whole thing about like there's you know the 12 tribes of cobol they each live on or I guess humans used to live on a plan, planet called Cobol, and then they all split off and moved to the 12 different colonies. Uh, and then there was a 13th tribe that left and went and found a new home 
called Earth. Mm. And are you gonna are you gonna rewatch the series? The reboot? Probably. I okay. Think so. I won't spoil who the thirteenth tribe is then. Okay. Um but basically there's this whole uh notion uh in the in the reboot that all of this has happened before and all of this is ha- will happen again. They say that a few times throughout the show. Mm, um, this is like part of the cycle of human nature is that we'll populate a planet and then spread out to the stars and then be mostly destroyed by an alien genocide and then come back to Earth and then spread out again once yeah. we rebuild. That's the Basically, kind of the idea. Like, yeah, the idea, well, and especially in the reboot, because the Cylons were made by humans, the idea is that, like, um, the humans will create artificial intelligence um, that they, you know, enslave, and the uh, artificial intelligence will eventually rise up and uh, destroy their masters, uh, leading to, uh, you know, them going and leaving their home and are f- trying to find a new home and start over again. Um, and eventually they will do the same thing where they will create new artificial intelligence. And yeah. Ah, seems dumb. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Um, I think it's supposed to be a, a metaphor for the hubris of man. Kind of, you know, mm. but, I love uh, the phrase hubris of man. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so that's, I, I don't know, maybe if we watched more of the show, uh, we would kind of get that, but I don't know if I'm ready to dive that's back for, into for the For next show. month, we'll watch the entire original series and report back. Oh, kill me. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we could. It, it only got, like, 20 episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. Wouldn't take long, then. It was it was it was one one season and then it got canceled and then like a year later they brought it back for one more season as Galactica 1980, ooh, which is when the Galactica finally finds Earth and there's just the 80s is happening. <laughs> oh right, oh man, I forgot about that. And it's like a weird, like, <laughs> it, it's like Battlestar Galactica meets like I don't know what was like chips, like like what was happening in the late that's, 70s early 80s that sounds so weird but it was like it was like yeah it was like one of those kind of shows it was like night rider or something nice it all took place on earth there was like no galactica happening very strange hmm. anyways uh so yeah that's that's basically the plot of the series and so this movie that we watched was actually it was the three part Oh, a first episode, basically, of the show mm-hmm. um, that aired on uh, TV in 1978. And then to recoup some of the costs, um, they released it as a film, theatrical film internationally. So in Canada, it came out as Battlestar Galactica, the movie. And I think in Europe as well. And then in the States, then it just aired on whatever network. Hmm. Universal, uh, NBC, I guess. Um, so 
yeah that's uh <laughs> that's what this is and, and it, yeah. i kind of got that vibe um oh yeah watching it like i'm like oh this is like there's like kind of three distinct episodes yeah and it's here it's it was it was dumb because <laughs> like it it felt more like a two-part intro to this series whereas like what would take up the the first um two episodes like the first two-thirds of the movie is the plot unfolding and then kind of setting up the rest of the series and then the last third of the movie was kind of just another episode (laughs) yeah and that's like so yeah so the first episode would basically be i guess um there's going to be an armistice turns out there isn't uh the colonies all get destroyed humanity's on the run galactica is the last surviving battle star they need to find a new home called earth credits next episode they're running out of fuel they need to go find a new planet that has fuel so they go to their fuel planet and i feel like a big part of the series too is about the political structure of being just a hodgepodge bunch of fleeing civilizations and like people just kind of like needing to be elected as the leaders of their surviving colonies and there just being a lot of corruption and bullshit there's a strong political element to the show um that doesn't come across very well in the original but i do remember from the reboot being a big oh the thing. reboot there's tons of politics yeah tons and of i feel politics. like they they tried to set that up i feel like in this one and it was a little just, bit yeah just there's like the president of the colonies uh you know talking about like oh we're gonna just uh decommission all our nukes or whatever all our weapons we're gonna uh decommission them as a sign of uh, you know, as a sign of good faith, because I guess the uh, the Cylons only attacked um, there, or the humans and the Cylons only started fighting because the Cylons tried to enslave another race of aliens. Um, which what happened? Something like that. Yeah, there, there's that scene uh, about halfway through the movie, right before they. Uh, um, Colonel Ty and uh, Admiral Adama decide that they're going to uh, get that little ruse going. Because um, for some reason, they're they're having a celebration. Like, all of humanity has just been destroyed. They, they've navigated this weird nebula. That's episode two, by the way, is like them navigating the weird nebula to get to the fuel planet. Right. They got to this fuel planet... Uh, there's like a weird, uh, Star Wars cantina ripoff scene. Oh, big time. Yeah. And, uh, Lucas Star Film Wars actually, ripoffs are yeah. a plenty. <laughs> Lucasfilm actually sued, uh, the folks that made this. Oh yeah? Citing 34 similarities. <laughs> Was one of them that one of the characters is called Red Leader while they're in the cockpit of their ship? Oh, probably. Because that happened. It was yeah. Starbucks. Starbucks yeah. has Red Leader checking in or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Definitely. Um, 
And, you know, they destroy a big giant space station at the very end. And Oh, yeah. yeah. And really, their ships do just look like X-Wings without the X-Foils. Yeah, so, well, okay, so the uh, one of the producers on this movie is a guy named John Dykstra, who uh, was instrumental in creating the effects for the original Star Wars. Mm. In fact, the, he invented the motion control camera uh, that they used to be able oh. to do multiple passes um, on uh, on the spaceships. That's why that um, name's familiar. Yeah, they, they literally called it the Dykstra Flex, because... <laughs> he invented it and there was only one and you know so yeah so he he was a producer on this and so like definitely you know design elements from star wars are are a plenty and and the idea that there's one moment where i'm pretty sure i just saw like a rebel cruiser like the kind of ship that leia was on at the beginning of the series i think i just saw that ship i mean you might have they might have just, you know, painted it a different color or something or stuck a couple of doodads on it. and Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. They got sued. Anyways. Um, yeah, so they, they go to this cantina thing. And then, like, in the basement, there's, like, an alien race that's, like, um, like using humans as, as food. I think so, yeah. They're, like, an insectoid race, and they're putting yeah. humans into a... Into like cocoons. Yeah. So like that was happening. So like, there's no aliens in the in the fucking reboot. That's yeah, for sure. that's right. Um, so. Uh, yeah. So they're uh, they're doing that, and then while they're having this celebration, uh, I guess they figure out that. Or Adama and Ty figure out that, like, oh, the perfect time for the Cylons to attack would be during this party. So they put a bunch of people in in, uh, officer uniforms that aren't, um, you know, flight commanders or whatever. So that they can have the actual pilots um, back on the ship ready to attack. And and then go rescue the people on the on the ground uh um, no, you know what they don't they don't say like pilots they don't say soldiers they're called warriors they're called warriors yeah which is kind of a weird choice i think yeah a little bit yeah. there's a lot of weird choices like you know they're wearing robes yeah that's one note i made is when we get shots uh in the first episode down on like the planet and everyone's running around and getting killed everyone looks like they're just dressed for the renaissance fair oh yeah it's like weird it's like renaissance disco <laughs> yes that's it. yeah <laughs> renaissance disco and i'm not knocking it i would a hundred percent wear that um but it just seems out of place I yeah guess. like i don't mind i don't mind a good cape you know starbuck mm-hmm. and, and apollo are running around wearing capes sometimes when they're not in their cool bomber jackets oh yeah their fancy dresses capes but like yeah, fucking like Adama is dressed like like goddamn Liberace or something. Like <laughs> or like the Pope. Like he just has like a big old flowy purple robe. Like Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it is. Uh getting rid of the robes was the best choice the the uh, reboot series ever made. Number 1 choice. Yeah. They add uh, that and casting Edward James almost as mm. Adama. 
No offense to Lauren Green. He's uh Oh he's got a he's got gravitas for yeah. sure. But uh yeah. Not 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 as good as as uh Eddie J. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what, call, guy, that's what I call him. The guy who friends. plays Apollo in the original, also in the remake, as a different character. I recognized him. Yes, he is. Um, his so that that was sort of like an olive branch that was offered to him because apparently he had tried to get uh, like a continuation of Battlestar off the ground in like the late nineties, oh. uh, and no one was having it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Richard Hatch is in. Um, is in the series. Uh, oh, what's his name? I'm blanking on his character's name. But anyways, basically he plays this Tom uh, something, something. Tom. Oh yes, you're close. It is Tom. Uh, Tom Brady. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, anyways, um, I'll I'll look it up in a second here. Uh, he plays this like car- uh, terrorist character. Oh. Um. Who. Basically, so what happens is uh, President Adar is killed in the initial attack, and uh, the next highest-ranking person in the political chain is uh, the Secretary of Education, Laura Roslin. So she becomes Tom Zarek, is Richard Hatch's character's name. Um, Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so Laura Roslin becomes president, and he's going like, oh, like, she's, she wasn't elected as our leader, she's just a school teacher, you know, we demand a fair election kind of thing, and, yeah. Mm. Uh, there, there's an episode where he's, he's a prisoner on a prison ship, and then, um, they end up taking over the prison ship, and Lee gets, uh, you know, held hostage kind of thing. Woof. Yeah, uh, and then he becomes like a main player uh, in like season two onwards, pretty much. Well, this already sounds a lot more compelling than the movie we watched. <laughs> yeah, so one of the interesting things uh, mm. is, or what, what were we? What were we? Did we finish a thought? Did we miss? Were we in the middle of a thought and we just? I think it's too far behind us to tell. I can't yeah, see it from here. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> The robes are dumb. That uh, was what we yeah. were talking about. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the bad guy in the TV series is a guy named Count Baltar. He dies mm. in this movie version. That's right. He betrays um, the human race, and then obviously the Cylons kill him because their goal is to kill all humans. What an yeah. idiot. Yeah. Um, so I guess in the broadcast version, he doesn't die. Um, but in the theatrical version, he does. Oh, interesting. And they did that to try and make it like a more cohesive narrative, I guess. Mm -hmm. Even though his character is only in a couple of scenes and like has serves no purpose. I mean, I mean his his purpose is like all the while going to the armistice. Adama is seeing these red flags of like something's wrong. There are definitely ships out there. Oh no, someone's attacking our scouts. You know, we need to mobilize. 
and the president who always for some reason has baltar with him is like oh i don't know and then baltar's like no 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 don't launch any ships don't take any action we wouldn't want to upset the armistice this is a delicate time and so baltar's yeah. whole thing is that he's keeping them unprepared yeah yeah and then just literally disappears yeah yeah so i guess he's the main antagonist throughout the the series uh and in the reboot series he is a fucking crazy person yeah who's I remember halluc- his character hallucinating a cylon uh woman in his brain and it's unclear as to why and i don't know if we ever find out i can't remember oh is that not explained i I I feel like maybe it is at one point, but uh, doesn't he have like a chip in his head or something, like a Cylon mm, chip in his head? No, hmm. no. It might have to do something with like when the nukes go off. Uh, you know, Caprica Six uses her body to shield him from the explosion that like destroys his house. Um, and. Then somehow the radiation... Co- it could just be that he's crazy. I Now let's just go with that. Yeah. Good old crazy Gaius Baltar. <laughs> I can't remember if there was an explanation or not. Because quite frankly, after about season two, I was like, I'm done with his character. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he's really fucking annoying. Um, and he, he stops seeing her at one point, too. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyways... I think he's a much more interesting character, though, in the reboot than in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like Count Baltar, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the Cylons. There was also a difference that I read where the Cylons were uh, in the show. They were a race of aliens that used robot suits. And in the movie, or maybe in the maybe in the movie they were were they aliens in the movie? Uh, I'm pretty sure they were referred to as aliens. I don't remember yeah. anyone calling them robots or AI or anything. I could have okay. missed it, but I think they were just an alien race. Yeah, and we do I... see some like throne room shots of their imperious leader and the leader doesn't look like a robot yeah so i think he's an they're an alien race in this one and uh in uh the series they turned it to uh uh robots because they could get away with killing more robots on tv Mm. like if if they said they were robots they could shoot and blow up more Cylons than if they were aliens because I guess it's they were still killing a living creature yeah I get it so yeah um I really like the design of the Cylons in this I think it's a pretty classic design yeah um you know they kind of the 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 eye light going from side to side is just iconic Totally. You know, was the a voice. Good 
the voice is very much like um oh what's his name uh soundwave the decepticon yes totally who was my favorite decepticon because a badass voice and b his little cassette um pets oh yeah turns into like a jaguar yeah he's got a jaguar he had a i think like a pterodactyl or something that sounds right little dude named rumble had like the piston arms that would smash stuff anyway you know i would go as far as to say that the transformers literally just stole his voice from this from this show i mean yeah i think that happened (laughs) (laughs) it's it's pretty fucking close um yeah oh well yeah, so the one thing that I found really weird while watching this... The one thing? Okay. Well, this is this is the thing that bugged me the most, I think, is, like, the colonies, like, the 12 planets that your race of people come from were ju- all just destroyed. You know, there's only 50,000 humans left in the entire universe. And, like, no one seems to be taking it very seriously. Especially, like, the main characters, like like Starbuck in particular. He's, like, he's running around the ship, he's trying to get laid, he, you know, him and Boomer go down to, um, go down to that planet and there's, like, a cantina and he's, like, ooh, I gotta sign this, uh, trio of, like, giant-headed alien singer ladies. Oh my gosh, they were so... They have a, both a female and a male voice, and they like harmonize with themselves. Yeah, they look like their faces were just smushed outward in most directions. So, mm-hmm. like, they have four eyes to set further off from regular human eyes, and then an additional mouth set below where a normal human mouth is, and the head is just larger to accommodate. Yeah. Uh, but like they, oh man, they looked weird. I I found it really hard to actually focus on one of their faces. Um, it was just kind of. Yeah. No. They. Uh, like but yeah, they're they're fucking weird. But his his thing is like, oh, I gotta sign these guys to like an entertainment contract, and I'll be their manager, and that'll be my ticket out of the military. Oh yeah, he's really dumb, isn't he? And I'm like, <laughs> dude. Like what, what? Who are they gonna sing for? No one's alive. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Ticket out of the military. Yeah. You're in the military, dude. You're at war. You're not just gonna be like, hey, um, listen, I love fighting the war and all, but I got this great opportunity to manage a weird giant-headed trio of Betty Boop aliens, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like fighting the Cylons. Just like isn't really my vibe right now, so. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Bye. Oh my god. Uh let me know if you need any entertainment for the troops. I got uh you know. I I, I that to me I, that was just like baffling to me. Yeah, I mean like there's there's a, a part in in episode 2 like when they're going through the ships and like realizing that there isn't enough food and people are going to start starving and Starbuck says something along the lines of like like uh you know got a 
live each day to the fullest because don't know how many are left. And that's his attitude. Yeah. And so I, I think that he does not give a fuck. No. That, that all the colonies were destroyed. I, I would find that to be an accurate assessment of his <laughs> character. Um, so he just kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Like, there's a lot of things in this that just kind of suck. And while I was watching it, I was like, reboot did that better. Reboot did that better. I mean, it is, as reboot. as we can tell by going through this, it is very hard, nigh impossible, uh, to not just compare it to the reboot. It is. And, and I, especially since, like, the reboot is Battlestar Galactica to me. Mm-hmm. And apparently now they're, you know, I mean, there's been rumors for a couple years that they're trying to get another Battlestar Galactica either series or a movie going or something like that. Hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's going to continue on from or be attached to the the Ronald D. Moore universe and not be related to the original. I see. And I'm like, that's a good call because. Fuck, this was bad. <laughs> um, So. Things that they changed in the reboot that I think were uh, better. The humans creating the Cylons and the Cylons rising up against them. Better. It's more compelling. Yeah. I like that the... uh, You know, in the reboot, everything is... uh, There's like... It is science fiction, but it's very like you could see this being something that could happen eventually. Um, so, like, you know, all the ships... I mean, and they did talk a bit in this one about, like, oh, they need fuel and stuff like that, but, like, you know, fuel management, all the ships use bullets. You know? Mm. Like, they have ammunition, there's no laser guns, uh, right. there's no there's no aliens. It's like It's all, like... You could see it happening. I like that all the technology feels very retro in like an earth retro kind of thing where like all the phones have cords and all the oh yeah totally you know and 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 they even talk about it um like in that show like there's one uh episode where they're trying to hack a cylon firewall to deliver a virus Hmm. to um to the cylon base ship so that they can I think there's like a rescue mission or something they're trying to pull off and they need to like disable the Cylon base ship long enough for them to get in and get out. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, uh, commander Gata is like, Oh, if we link th- we can do it, but we have to link all the computers together. Um, and that will give us enough processing power to hack through their firewall and deliver mm-hmm. the virus. And Colonel Ty's like, absolutely fucking not. You're not do sorry, absolutely fracking not. You're not linking a fracking computer on this ship. Right. The old man never said you could link a you know, no computer system can be linked to another system that way if the Cylons hack us, they can't shut us all the way down, kind of thing, right? And it's like, Oh yeah, okay. So there's I think they talk about it in the miniseries, uh, you know, someone's they're like a tour group getting a tour of Galactica and they're like, Ah, yes, all yeah, as you notice all the technology seems primitive, but it was all designed to combat an enemy that could, um, you know, you know, electronically, uh, you know, disable your ship 
kind of thing, right? Hmm. And so there was like reason bef- reasons for it. Um, next change I like making Starbuck a woman. Yeah, there was very poor female representation in the original. There were female characters, but their role was they're they're a female. Yeah, um, there's a there's a daughter. That's the other thing I like. Getting rid of Athena. It's not in the show. Yeah, her role in this movie was to cry. Yeah, she cries when her brother dies. Yeah, which um, is is fair, but it's like yeah. they couldn't have any of the men cry, basically. No. Oh, I mean, actually, some men do cry. That does happen when, you know, civilization is lost. Yeah. There are some men crying. But yeah, her she did not have much of a role. Does she go down to the planet with them, or was that a different woman that just looked exactly the same? To the cantina? Yeah. Well, that was her. That was her, okay. She clearly has some history with Starbuck, but Starbuck is, you know, a bimbo. Well, well, yeah, he was chasing some blonde. Oh, right, yeah, because she sees him in the launch tube with the, the blonde chick and then, like, sets off the smoke or whatever. Steam vents. Steam vents, yeah. That was yeah. funny. Um, so I like that they made Starbuck a woman. I like that they changed their names to or to their call signs. I thought that was a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like the idea that the Cylons could take human form. Oh yeah, like total, um, like. Was it called cyborgs when they're like? Yeah, well, they're they're like visually like indistinguishable from humans, and some of them don't even know that they're Cylons. Like, oh yeah, they're like sleeper agents. Yeah, like Boomer in the series uh, is not a black man; she is a Korean woman. <laughs> and oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, and her uh, her call sign is Boomer, and she she is a Cylon. Uh, sleeper agent. That's not a spoiler. You find that out in like the miniseries, I believe. If not mm-hmm. the miniseries, the first episode. So don't at me, bro. Um, <laughs> I like that. I liked the addition of President Roslyn. Mm-hmm. She was a phenomenal character. Absolutely. Um, I liked that they took Colonel Ty and turned him into a white man from Nova Scotia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of th- it kind of threw me off in this where I'm like when I was watching the the original I'm like oh Colonel Ty's black that's good I'm like that's very progressive for the 70s yeah and then I was like oh no they like whitewashed him in the reboot and then I was like well you know what though they did a lot for uh <laughs> they did a lot for racial and gender equality in other ways so I think I'll give them a bit of a pass because they also would turn Adama into like a Latino man. That's true. They they diversified a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman who is doing the like she's on she's like the radar technician. Did we ever find out her name? I don't think so. It was like fourteen centons. You know, she's just always there. She's just always there. like close ups of her face, and we don't I, know who I, she is. <laughs> I think they turned her into the D character. Yeah, well, I really like how they they took the cast that they could use and were like, well. Race and gender isn't that important for who these characters are. It, it was it was like the original Star Trek in a way, where they did a lot for 
diversity, racial and gender diversity in the cast mm-hmm. um, on TV in a big way. So that was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a lot to say about the <laughs> original movie, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I mean... Aside from finding it dumb, I also found it kind of boring. Well, I, I feel like, from from my perspective, um, Battlestar Galactica, like, in its entirety, as an idea, is super compelling. It's a really interesting setting. Yeah. Um, and so, watching this movie, I was not completely bored. I was invested in some of the characters. I cared, you know, that the human race was being annihilated. Um, mm-hmm. A part of that was, like, I've seen some of the reboot, and I enjoy it, and so I kind of had some other context there, sure. But for the first, I'd say, like, episode, I was like, oh, man, all the shit's going down. They've been tricked. They've been they've been bamboozled, and now they're all dying, and it's, and it's tough, and it's sad. And I was like, man, this is intense. I wasn't bored. But then the movie just became more episodes of a show. And I was like, I don't want to keep watching. (laughs) Yeah. No, it it wasn't without its merits. Like, no, but it it set up the show that we later grew to love as a reboot. Definitely. Definitely. And that, and you're right. That's around the time I started kind of drifting in and out of the movie. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Or, Or like I was, I was watching the movie and I had made myself like a bit of like a charcuterie board thing with like mm-hmm. some some goat cheese and crackers and stuff. And so I'm watching it and I'm like really into it. And then, you know, about halfway through the movie, I'm like, man, this goat cheese is kind of hard to spread on these crackers. Like they, they keep breaking. Like it's too hard, man. You just go get some different crackers. And so I like went to the pantry and I'm like getting out other crackers and I'm like, okay, yeah, these ones spread a lot better. And Okay, cool. I'll put my cucumber on there, and I'm like, oh, this is good. This is good. Ooh. Wait, what's happening? Hold on. <laughs> why are they flying through a cloud? And then I had to like rewind it. Oh, and be like, boy. Oh, they're going to find Tilium fuel, which in the reboot they call Tilium. And I'm like, that's a way better name. Tilium. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Like okay. We can't we can't get out the wor- the best this is the best thing that the reboot show did. I, I I'm sorry, I, I skipped over this. I forgot about it until just now. This is the best thing they did. They got rid of that stupid fucking kid and the stupid fucking robot dog. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <sighs> Don't put kids in your shows or movies ever. I don't yeah. know what it was with Unless your name is Steven Spielberg, you can't do it right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. And that about comes with that. a caveat. I... Unless you're Steven Spielberg in the eighties, you can't do it well. Right. Yep, there it is. Like, oh I I already blocked that part from my Or Taika White or Taika Y T D. Sorry. Taika Y T D. Or Taika Y T D. Yeah. He's brilliant. Hunt for the Wilder People. Boy. Check him out. Best fucking movies ever. Incredible. Um Yeah. Uh yeah, when we first get our our shots of the one of the human colonies being destroyed, there's a little kid with a dog, and then the mom is like trying to save them, and then saves the kid, and people are dying, and the kids calling for the dog whose name is Muffin, I think. Sure, Muffin. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. or Muffet, but it might have been Muffin. Anyway. Dog's running towards them. Part of a building explodes. Falls on the dog. Episode one of this show, they kill the dog. Muffet. 
Muffet. Which, oh my god, no. Seriously? What? No. According to Google Images, Muffet was played by an orangutan. No, sorry, a chimpanzee in the dog costume. That would explain the way it moved. Yeah, I assumed that they had put like a kid or like a little person or something in there. Nope. It's an it's a chimpanzee in a fucking dog costume that looks like worse than Alf. It's it's like if Alf was cut up and then they needed to duct tape him back together and then put robot eyes on him. Yeah. Man. Yeah, no, that definitely explains the way it moves. It was very monkey-like. <laughs> oh, horrible, horrible. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so... Didn't need that kid. Did not oh. need to get him a robot dog to make his life feel better. Like, the entire human race was in jeopardy. I don't... I mean, like, aside from wanting to hit on the kid's mother, I don't understand why Apollo was, like, going through so much trouble to, like, get this kid a robot dog and, like, take him on missions with them. Oh, man. Doesn't make any sense, and I hate it. Was it was a dumb choice. All movies choice. should adopt the same casting principles as the adult film industry. All participants need to be 18 years or older and they're <sighs> of their own free will. <laughs> No more shitty kids and horrible stage parents forcing their kids to be in this stupid movie so they can retire off their children. Yeah, it's a sad, that's a sad thing that happens. Anyway, so Battlestar Galactica, you know, set up a very interesting and compelling franchise. The original movie that was released is kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Should we watch like the next episode or something or the next two episodes maybe? Maybe we do it on the Patreon. Yeah. Just kind of see where it goes. Let's see. Yeah. If it if it continues to just be this episodic nonsense where they go to alien planets and there's a cantina, then I'm going to be not surprised, but no. who knows? Maybe Look, if it's, real bad, if it's real bad and dumb, we don't have to record. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, yeah. <laughs> well, um, so that'll yeah. be our next Patreon exclusive, diving <laughs> further into the original Battlestar Galactica. Because I think also the next episode is also a two-parter. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so it's like, because they were originally going to make like three made-for-television movies, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, and then, uh, just, just didn't. So good for them. (laughs) Yeah. They, they switched it to, to be like a weekly show instead. So I'm not exactly sure why, but, uh, well, they did it. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. So. Uh, I don't know if this is on Rotten Tomatoes or not, but let's, let's find out. That's the TV show. Show me results for the movie. It's not. 
Okay. Uh, cool. Not that I can find. Cool. I was gonna guess like eighteen. So. <laughs> Wait, are is this the movie or is this the show? I can't tell. Uh oh, this this is the show. Do you want do you want to do the show? Yeah, I'm curious to know. With, with just without uh, the movie. Okay, uh, thirty-three percent. Thirty-three, one third. Okay. Well, o- audience score one hundred percent. What? Anyone who's watched it and wanted to rate it was a mega fan. <laughs> I guess the only people that bothered. All right. Well. Yeah. We will uh, watch a little bit more of the show and see what we think. Um, all right. Well, that uh, pretty much does it for us. Uh, this brings it to uh, to my favorite part of the show. Uh, the the, the uh, we read mean YouTube comments part of the show. Oh dear. Uh, IGO Gamer uh, commented on our Hollow Man episode. Fuck you. Fist emoji. Fist emoji. Angry emoji. Angry emoji. And so I'm going to reply to him live here on the show. What do we want to say to IGO Gamer? Um, Thanks for listening. (laughs) And also with you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I could also just like send him back a random emoji. It's like a piece. Oh, it would be the the camel. The camel? Is there a camel emoji? There is a camel emoji. It was just Why? the first one that came to mind. I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe the peace sign and the camel sign. Just peace sign and the camel. Okay. Yeah. Peace sign. Now I'm just going to scroll through my touch bar here till I find the... Uh, oh, animal. There we go. A camel. No, people, okay. People so, really uh, hate yeah. the YouTube version of our Hollow Man episode. <laughs> well, like, it has... A ridiculous amount of views compared to any of our other episodes. Like, like it's at what is it at now? Uh, it's at two hundred thirty-six thousand eight hundred eighty-one views. So, are there just like a lot of Hollow Man fans out there? I, I don't know. I can't who, figure it out. They like, like we find our podcast and then realize that like it's, it, we don't like it. <laughs> so like we put it out, yeah, maybe. Cuz we put it out at the same time um that the invisible man came out. That's right, yeah. As like a tie-in kind of episode. And it just like exploded and then the next one is vertical limit at 99,000. Like I don't understand. It used to be it used to be Roadhouse was their our highest viewed one, seven point five thousand, and that's just kind of leveled off. Huh. So I don't know. I don't know. It's very strange. Well, each month that, we can talk about who has found our Hollow Man episode on YouTube and hated it next. <laughs> so, like, what I think is happening is people seem to think that it's it's like the full movie, and then they click on it, and then it's not. And then they comment on it. They and then because fuck you. <laughs> and then because they comment on it, that gets put back into the engagement algorithm. And so oh, right. 
it moves the video up in the search feed. So anyone who searches Hollow Man goes like, oh, here's a video with almost <laughs> 300,000 views and lots of comments on it. And it's just like this cycle of like angry pervs that want to watch Hollow Man and then are pissed off that they can't watch it. It is such an angry perv movie, isn't it? It's such an angry perv movie. It's it stars like, an angry perv. It's it's like incel the movie, dude. It's like it's like oh if an gosh. incel turned invisible, this is a hundred percent what they would do. Yeah. Fuck that movie. But they can't turn invisible, so they paint Joker makeup on their face. There you go. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh man. Oh, oh it's no. So, so funny. Anyway, so if you uh, like this podcast, uh, or if you hate it, go to YouTube, leave a comment. Um, you can find us on all of the social medias at RetroCrapPod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, RetroCrapPod at gmail.com. If you want to email in to the show, uh, you can do that. Leave a comment. Tell us what a uh, bunch of wads we are. Uh, anything really uh, rate and review the podcast that's the most important uh, thing you can do five star review um, is uh, really helps us out a lot recommend it to a friend steal their phone download the, all the episodes on their phone um, send it to your mother send it to your grandmother um, just leave it playing in the background all day while you're at work so we just keep getting those downloads anything like that really helps us out a lot we have a patreon uh, where we do things like uh, we did a commentary for David Lynch's Dune and The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, you can hear the first episode we ever recorded and wasn't good enough to release. <laughs> um, it's the episode that was so bad we made you pay for it. Um, <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> it is kind of true, isn't it? <laughs> it's fun. Uh, I would like to revisit that episode and like redo that movie. It was the episode. Uh, was the movie Komodo? Yeah, Komodo. I'd like to redo that one day because I think we could do a better episode on it. But I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could. It's nice to know that we've improved, hasn't it? <laughs> every every now and then, I like check the downloads, and I'm like, oh, someone went and downloaded the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie episode. Oh no! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'm like, don't start at the beginning, guys. Work backwards. Work backwards. <laughs> oh, we well. didn't even have theme music back then. Anyways, yeah. So. I think that's all the things I normally say. I said a bunch of other stuff I normally don't say. Um, and we'll be back next month with uh, a movie that I'm sure will be just as good, if not worse, as this. Uh, did, did we officially rate Battlestar Galactica the movie? We did our... not officially rate Battlestar Galactica the movie. Well, I think we kind of unofficially rated it. Yeah, um, well, but officially. Uh, officially. Uh, yeah, it's one and, big and the episode there. It's... Yeah, sorry. One yeah. big pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got it. That is one big pile of shit. Uh, yeah, people knew that was coming. <laughs> people knew it was coming. Sorry, I just wanted to get out of this discussion as fast as possible. <laughs> My bad. No, no, it's fine. No, good. Good that one of us is paying attention to how the show works. <laughs> <laughs> the v- loose format that we barely adhere to. <laughs> yeah. I also just wanted to get to the um, reading mean comments about us on YouTube. No, oh, yeah, that's fair. Section, which is good. Uh, next month, what do I have on our calendar here? Oh, the movie Outland is on our calendar, which is uh, Sean Connery is a space sheriff on one of the moons of Jupiter or something. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that to me. Oh, no. It's one of those ones where you see the DVD 
at the thrift store and you're like, well, if I don't spend $2 on this, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what happened here. So gird your loins. Oh boy. Buckle your harnesses. We're going we're going to Europa, baby. Can't a, wait. Is that a moon of Jupiter? Yes. Nice. I did it. Uh yeah. That's uh we think of the original Battlestar Galactica. It's not very good. Maybe the show was better, but uh if you want to watch a good Battlestar Galactica, watch the reboot. I talk about, you know, how everything's just a remake and a reboot rip off these days. Well, it's nice to know that sometimes it pays off, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely sometimes it pays <laughs> off. So, you know, <sighs> instead of remaking The Lord of the Rings or Ghostbusters or whatever, maybe, uh, I don't know, go back and reboot Chopping Mall. Oh, baby. You know, I would watch that. Find a find a piece of crap film like Chopping Mall and then reboot it as a metaphor for um I don't know, human greed and consumerism. The hubris of man. The hubris of man look, just apply that to <laughs> just about any remake and it'll probably be better than whatever the crap it was based on. Oh boy. Uh, so yeah, look forward to the Chopping Mall reboot eventually when we run mm. out of content in about three months. There we go. Uh, and uh, until next time, anything you need to add? I'm about to end it. Go for it, man. Go for it. You're good. All right. Well, until next time, keep watching crap. <laughs>